Today is the 28th day of November. Welcome to the Daily Audio Bible. I'm Brian. It's great to be here with you today as we continue forward on our voyage through the Bible and continue our voyage through the the holiday season as we approach the landing of this year. We're out in front of that. That's our destiny, but we're not there yet. We are back in the book of Daniel at this point in the Old Testament, and our next step forward leads us to Daniel chapter 5 today. King Belshazzar gave a great banquet for a thousand of his nobles and drank wine with them. While Belshazzar was drinking his wine, he gave orders to bring in the gold and silver goblets that Nebuchadnezzar, his father, had taken from the temple in Jerusalem so that the king and his nobles, his wives and his concubines might drink from them. So they brought in the gold goblets that had been taken from the temple of God in Jerusalem, and the king and his nobles, his wives and his concubines drank from them. As they drank the wine, they praised the gods of gold and silver, of bronze, iron, wood, and stone. Suddenly the fingers of a human hand appeared and wrote on the plaster of the wall near the lampstand in the royal palace. The king watched the hand as it wrote. His face turned pale and he was so frightened that his legs became weak. His knees were knocking. The king summoned the enchanters, astrologers, and diviners. Then he said to these wise men of Babylon, Whoever reads this writing and tells me what it means will be clothed in purple and have a gold chain placed around his neck, and he will be made the third highest ruler in the kingdom. Then all the king's wise men came in. But they could not read the writing or tell the king what it meant. So King Belshazzar became even more terrified and his face grew more pale. His nobles were baffled. The queen, hearing the voices of the king and his nobles, came into the banquet hall. May the king live forever, she said. Don't be alarmed. Don't look so pale. There is a man in your kingdom who has the spirit of the holy gods in him. In the time of your father, he was found to have insight and intelligence and wisdom like that of the gods. Your father, King Nebuchadnezzar, appointed him chief of the magicians, enchanters, astrologers, and diviners. He did this because Daniel, whom the king called Belteshazzar, was found to have a keen mind and knowledge and understanding, and also the ability to interpret dreams, explain riddles, and solve difficult problems. Call for Daniel, and he will tell you what the writing means. So Daniel was brought before the king. And the king said to him, Are you Daniel, one of the exiles my father the king brought from Judah? I have heard that the spirit of the gods is in you, and that you have insight, intelligence, and outstanding wisdom. The wise men and enchanters were brought before me to read this writing and tell me what it means, but they could not explain it. Now I have heard that you are able to give interpretations and to solve difficult problems. If you can read this writing and tell me what it means, You will be clothed in purple and have a gold chain placed around your neck, and you will be made the third highest ruler in the kingdom. And Daniel answered the king, You may keep your gifts for yourself and give your rewards to someone else. Nevertheless, I will read the writing for the king and tell him what it means. Your majesty, the Most High God gave your father Nebuchadnezzar sovereignty and greatness and glory and splendor. 
Because of the high position he gave him, all the nations and peoples of every language dreaded and feared him. Those the king wanted to put to death, he put to death. Those he wanted to spare, he spared. Those he wanted to promote, he promoted. And those he wanted to humble, he humbled. But when his heart became arrogant and hardened with pride, he was deposed from his royal throne and stripped of his glory. He was driven away from people and given the mind of an animal. He lived with the wild donkeys and ate grass like the ox, and his body was drenched with the dew of heaven, until he acknowledged that the Most High God is sovereign over all kingdoms on earth and sets over them anyone he wishes. But you, Belshazzar, his son, have not humbled yourself, though you knew all this. Instead, you have set yourself up against the Lord of heaven. You had the goblets from his temple brought to you, and you and your nobles, your wives and your concubines drank wine from them. You praised the gods of silver and gold, of bronze, iron, wood, and stone, which cannot see or hear or understand. But you did not honor the God who holds in his hand your life and all your ways. Therefore he sent the hand that wrote this inscription. This is the inscription that was written. Mene, Mene, Tikel, Parsin. Here is what these words mean. Mene, God has numbered the days of your reign and brought it to an end. Tikel, you have been weighed on the scales and found wanting. Perez, your kingdom is divided and given to the Medes and Persians. Then at Belshazzar's command, Daniel was clothed in purple. A gold chain was placed around his neck and he was proclaimed the third highest ruler in the kingdom. That very night, Belshazzar, king of the Babylonians, was slain and Darius the Mede took over the kingdom at the age of 62. Second Peter chapter 2 But there were also false prophets among the people, just as there will be false teachers among you. They will secretly introduce destructive heresies, even denying the sovereign Lord who bought them, bringing swift destruction on themselves. Many will follow their depraved conduct and will bring the way of truth into disrepute. In their greed, these teachers will exploit you with fabricated stories. Their condemnation has long been hanging over them, and their destruction has not been sleeping. For if God did not spare angels when they sinned, but sent them to hell, putting them in chains of darkness to be held for judgment. If he did not spare the ancient world when he brought the flood on its ungodly people, but protected Noah, a preacher of righteousness, and seven others, if he condemned the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah by burning them to ashes and made them an example of what is going to happen to the ungodly, and if he rescued Lot, a righteous man, who was distressed by the depraved conduct of the lawless, for that righteous man, living among them day after day, was tormented in his righteous soul by the lawless deeds he saw and heard. If this is so, then the Lord knows how to rescue the godly from trials and to hold the unrighteous for punishment on the day of judgment. This is especially true of those who follow the corrupt desire of the flesh and despise authority. Bold and arrogant, they are not afraid to heap abuse on celestial beings. Yet even angels, although they are stronger and more powerful, 
Do not heap abuse on such beings when bringing judgment on them from the Lord. But these people blaspheme in matters they do not understand. They are like unreasoning animals, creatures of instinct, born only to be caught and destroyed. And like animals, they too will perish. They will be paid back with harm for the harm they have done. Their idea of pleasure is to carouse in broad daylight. They are blots and blemishes, reveling in their pleasures while they feast with you. With eyes full of adultery, they never stop sinning. They seduce the unstable. They are experts in greed and a cursed brood. They have left the straight way and wandered off to follow the way of Balaam, son of Bezer, who loved the wages of wickedness. But he was rebuked for his wrongdoing by a donkey, an animal without speech, who spoke with a human voice and restrained the prophet's madness. These people are springs without water and mists driven by a storm. Blackest darkness is reserved for them, for they mouth empty, boastful words, and by appealing to the lustful desires of the flesh, they entice people who are just escaping from those who live in error. They promise them freedom, while they themselves are slaves of depravity. For people are slaves to whatever has mastered them. If they have escaped the corruption of the world by knowing our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, and are again entangled in it, and are overcome, they are worse off at the end than they were at the beginning. It would have been better for them not to have known the way of righteousness than to have known it and then to turn their backs on the sacred command that was passed on to them. Of them, the Proverbs are true. A dog returns to its vomit, and a sow that is washed returns to her wallowing in the mud. Psalm 119, 113-128 Semek I hate double-minded people, but I love your law. You are my refuge and my shield. I have put my hope in your word. Away from me, you evildoers, that I may keep the commands of my God. Sustain me, my God, according to your promise, and I will live. Do not let my hopes be dashed. Uphold me, and I will be delivered. I will always have regard for your decrees. You reject all who stray from your decrees, for their delusions come to nothing. All the wicked of the earth you discard like dross, therefore I love your statutes. My flesh trembles in fear of you, I stand in awe of your laws. Ayin, I have done what is righteous and just. Do not leave me to my oppressors. Ensure your servant's well-being. Do not let the arrogant oppress me. My eyes fail looking for your salvation, looking for your righteous promise. Deal with your servant according to your love and teach me your decrees. I am your servant. Give me discernment that I may understand your statutes. It is time for you to act, Lord. Your law is being broken. Because I love your commands more than gold, more than pure gold, and because I consider all your precepts right, I hate every wrong path.
Proverbs 28, 19 and 20. Those who work their land will have abundant food, but those who chase fantasies will have their fill of poverty. A faithful person will be richly blessed, but one eager to get rich will not go unpunished. Okay, so in 2 Peter today, we watched Peter sort of go off against these false teachers. And these were people who had come to faith and maybe even come to prominence in the faith, but were falling away from the essentials of the gospel and they were leading others to, to do the same. And it wasn't just like doctrinal or like theology matters. These people were using their gifts to exploit the weak. And Peter said it like this, they will be paid back with harm for the harm they have done. Their idea of pleasure is to carouse in broad daylight. They are blots and blemishes, reveling in their pleasures while they feast with you. With eyes full of adultery, they never stop sinning. They seduce the unstable. They are experts in greed and a cursed brood. So that's... That's pretty direct. And Peter's pretty inflamed about it. And we need to understand something here because false teachers are getting labeled everywhere all of the time in this modern day and age of the internet and all this kind of stuff. So we have these kind of labels all over the place. And the false teacher that Peter's talking about aren't people who are wrestling with their faith in pursuit of Jesus and finding revelation and understanding, like wrestling with our faith struggling and growing and reaching, reaching and reaching for God. That's part of our Christian tradition. Peter's distinction is, is that the false teachers here are intentionally and maliciously deceiving God's people for personal gain. They know what they're doing. And Peter's upset about it. And this is what he has to say about it. If they have escaped the corruption of the world by knowing our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and are again entangled in it and are overcome, they are worse off at the end than they were at the beginning. It would have been better for them not to have known the way of righteousness than to have known it and then to turn their backs on the sacred command that was passed on to them. Of them the Proverbs are true. A dog returns to its vomit, and a sow that is washed returns to her wallowing in the mud. So Peter's speaking forcefully against false teachers who lead people into sin, and people who know the truth and fall away into sin. And in that context, he quotes from the book of Proverbs something very poignant, a powerful image, a dog returning to its vomit. I don't know if you've ever seen that before. If you're a dog person, you probably have. I've had dogs most of my life and I'm familiar with this concept and it's gross. It's disgusting, right? And it's even more disgusting when they let it cool off and then go back and chomp it. It's disgusting, a dog returning to its vomit and eating it. Let's consider the starkness of what's being said here. What sewage are we returning to because we've been deceived 
into believing that it's something that is good and desirous for us when we know better. What kind of crap are we eating here? And what influences do we have over those around us that we might invite them into the same vomits to eat it with us? This is the opportunity that the Bible always brings us, a chance to look in the mirror and say, what am I doing? What is going on here, Jesus? I surrender. These are tough questions. Why would we choose crap over the banquet God has prepared for us? Let's invite the Holy Spirit into this. Because as the scriptures told us today, we are a slave to whatever controls us. It's the Holy Spirit come. There are so many entanglements, so many hooks in us, pulling us in so many directions, and most of them are unnecessary. Some of them have just drug us down for so long. We need to be free. We need to stop returning to our own vomits and repeating and repeating and repeating the same thing. Holy Spirit, come. There is no freedom without you. We cannot set ourselves free. All we can do is collaborate with you and obey you. And so come, lead us into freedom, we ask in the name of Jesus. Amen. DailyAudioBible.com is home base. That's the website. And that's where you find out what's going on around here. Obviously, it's Christmas time. It's hard to miss the fact that it's Christmas time. Everything is full of lights and blinking. And so we are about ready to do our annual Daily Audio Bible Christmas party, our Daily Audio Bible family Christmas that we do each year. So here's the deal. For the next about 10 days, it's your opportunity to... Call in your Christmas and holiday wishes to the community here. And you can do that by using the the numbers that we have in the hotline. Now, typically, these are obviously for prayer requests and encouragements. You can also, for the next few days, call in your Christmas greetings. And we will get those and assemble them together and make our annual Christmas party And Jill and I will get together and we'll have a fireside chat and we'll talk about where we've been and where we're going and things like maybe our word for next year and just have some time together and then we'll hear from each other. I love literally getting a cup of hot cocoa and listening to this. makes me cry every year. Just, ah, just the family. The family that we become on a journey like this. Showing up for each other every day like this. It just matters a little, doesn't it? It's like, it's good to have this. It's, it's good to have each other. It's good to be together. And so you can call in your holiday gr- greetings now on the hotline or at 877-942-4253. And also, Christmas time around the Daily Audio Bible this year is centered around what's coming next year. The 2.0 Daily Audio Bible app, brand new from the ground up, 
will be landing sometime in 2024. And so for this year, oh, we're not doing a Christmas box. We've pressed up all the different music, all the stuff that you hear underneath the Daily Audio Bible and some other things. We've pressed up all the music from the Daily Audio Bible onto five different vinyl album packages. And uh, yeah, vinyl has made such a resurgence that it's, uh, it's a way to hold your music again. And I remember them from when I was a kid. And I loved it then, and it's come back, and it's a way to hold a commemorative piece of the global campfire and have that near and dear while sewing into what's coming for us as a community here in the new year. So we have pressed up the Sleep album, Songs for Sleep, uh, the Promised Land album, the soundtrack from the Promised Land films. We've repressed uh, Songs of the Heart, uh, and that's got all new packaging, brand new packaging. Family Christmas and uh, Christmas Time, Max's album that came out last year and was uh, really a big surprise. Everybody loved it. And so that's on vinyl as well. So you can get those in the Daily Audio Bible shop. Just look for the Christmas section and you can find them there. And uh, we love you and thank you profoundly for your partnership as we push forward into what's coming next. And if you want to partner with the Daily Audio Bible, obviously you can do that at dailyaudiobible.com. If you're using the app, you can press the Give button in the upper right-hand corner, where the mailing address is P.O. Box 1996, Spring Hill, Tennessee, 37174. And as always, if you have a prayer request or encouragement, you can hit the button... The, the red button up at the top, you'll see it. It looks like a hotline. You can press that or you can dial 877-942-4253. And that's it for today. I'm Brian. I love you. Let's all run away from that vomit. Let's get as far away from that as we can. I'll be waiting for you here tomorrow. I just heard um, the prayer request from Eyes of a Dove. Sweet sister, I just pray that the Lord would just wrap you in his wings and give you comfort and give you peace this time. Lord, I just ask that you would, whatever's going on in her body, Lord, I pray that you would just heal it in Jesus' name. And Lord, that she would be able to just go on with her weekend as she waits but she would be at peace knowing that you are there and that you are working in her behalf i just pray this in your mighty name amen uh Dabbers, this is kristen aka carson me and i'm calling in to pray for the prayer warriors um I've seen attacks on the prayer warriors. I've felt attacks on myself. Um, and uh, I would just pray that the enemy would not be able to prevail in these situations, Lord. I pray that you would put a hedge of protection around each of the prayer warriors. Lord, keep them safe from the enemy, from his arrows, Lord. 
that we would be able to concentrate on you, Lord, and that we would be able to continue to pray, Lord, um, and do your will in Jesus' name, that we could be mighty warriors for you, Lord, so that we uh, could do your will, Lord. And I just pray uh, your arms around us, your wings around us, to give us peace and comfort and that we would not fear um, and that we would um, be strong. We would stay strong for you, Lord, and we would continue on this path of being warriors for you, Lord. And we just thank you, Lord, that you've chosen us and that you are using us. And that I just pray that you would continue to strengthen us in your will. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Hello, Daily Audio Bible family. It's Dr. John from Jordan, New York. I come to you with urgent prayer request for my dad. He went into the hospital on yesterday with um, coughing and wheezing and ended up basically with a respiratory arrest and ended up on a ventilator, which actually he did not want. Uh, they didn't have his living will. So uh, my sister came in, was able to get the vent withdrawn and the medication stopped, but by that time they had stabilized him. Um, he's still unconscious uh, and stabilized, having some respiratory issues. Um, they had also given him antibiotics, which he had not wanted, and because he really is ready to join my mom in heaven. So if you could pray for my dad, honestly, I would uh, prefer for him to pass and to have uh, comfort and be kept comfortable. They are giving him uh, medicines to keep him comfortable and that we would have peace as a family with this process uh, we went through it with mom it was four days and we'd prefer not to have dad be uh, there for four days uh, waiting to pass so please uh, keep our family in in your prayers i love you guys appreciate you take care dr john from jordan new york good morning daily audio bible family uh this is john opara calling in uh, from South Sudan, except that today I'm actually in Uganda. I'm going to Kampala this morning to submit my uh, uh, application for visa, a UK visa. Anyway, it's been a while that I have called in, but I've been following uh, with the community, praying along thanking God for the praise report and uh, also noting that uh, many members of this family are going through so much struggle. But I, as usual, I just want you to know that uh, we are on the winning side. We are on the winning side. Regardless of what is happening in your life, the Lord is with you. 
I want to thank God for Ben and China who have their new newborn. Uh, I can't remember the name right now. I also want to thank God for the Harding family, the entire Harding family and the DAB uh, technical team for the amazing things that are happening. May God bless every one of you. May you continue this race because we have won. In Jesus' name, amen.